What's up, y'all? This is Dre with Bill 206, Bill 206 Media. We're here doing a podcast show called The Collective Network, uh, tapping in with folks that are doing amazing work in the community uh, so you guys can tap in with them and learn about what's going on. Uh, we wanted to highlight the great resilient work that's been going on in the community for, for decades. Uh, so I got one of my sisters in the movement. If you guys don't know who she is, you guys probably really ain't down with it. I'm going to bring my sister on Ion, and she's doing, I see her back in the back studio. So we're going to bring her on and have her join on and share some of the amazing work that she's doing and has been doing in the community. Hey, what's up, sister? How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Fighting the good fight, trying to keep things moving. That's the only thing we can do in our community. How keep are you? Keep our heads high. Honestly, I'm good, and I'm good, and I'm blessed. Blessed to see another day. That's good to hear. So I want to jump in and ask you some questions about some of the stuff that you're doing. Uh, so the first question is, is really just tell folks about yourself, just, you know, who you are, how you got into the work and you know, just whatever, whatever you want to share. You know? Um, as Andre said, my name is Ayan and really I've been in community for longer than I care to admit. Um, but the truth of the matter is I got blessed enough to go from one table to another because people just created opportunities for me and invited me to different tables. And with that, I was able to push different things in different ways. Um, it's not, you know, it's not something I take lightly because I do understand that many people don't get that opportunity. And so really that's who I am. I'm a mother. Um, a sister, a caregiver in different levels. Um, yeah, I try my best to show up for community. And if I don't have the resources, I'm blessed enough to know that someone else in community does and just tap them in and connect people. Best way to describe me as a connector. That's what's up. So you kind of started segueing into the next question about, you know, the work that you are doing or have done in the community. So if you want to share a little bit about some of the amazing work that, that you have done and, and are tapped in with this so folks can get a breath of, of all the amazing stuff that you that, that you're that you're tied in with. Well, right now I'm sitting at SPP. We actually have a candidate, as most of you are aware, this year um, that's running Nikita Oliver. Um, I think it's City Council position nine. Yeah. Um, we're actually also still endorsing other people. So if you're looking for endorsement for SPP um, and you're really about that community, please tap in, ask for it. Um, also blessed enough to sit at King County Equity. Um, blessed enough to sit at the NAACP. I'm their housing chair, so I get a lot of opportunities to do work in the community for housing equity and stuff. Um, as we speak, we actually, I'm part of a community group that's working on um, auto decline and really reevaluating how that's happening for our community and how it's affecting young people and getting them from the juvenile to the adult criminal justice system. Um, we actually have an event coming up this Tuesday, I want to say at six, and Trey will 
tap y'all on where it's a webinar that we're doing and it's really an educational one, but he'll put in the flyer and stuff a little later for you guys. We really want community input on this. This is a beginning of a campaign right now. Who's at the table is King County Equity, um, Creative Justice, 180, um, Pacific Islander, Village, if you're on there and I forgot you, I apologize. There's too many for me to remember, to be honest. Um, if you go to our website, though, which will have the once he puts up the flyer, you'll see that and stuff. Um, they'll tell you who all the and we're still trying to build with community and trying to ask for more people to support it. Again, this is just the beginning conversation because we are seeing it, the inequities in it, and we are asking for certain demands, which really is to reevaluate. And we're taking it as far as to the governor's table, um, inshallah, God willing. Um, yeah, it's an election year. It's a good year for us as a black people. So turn it on over. So for folks that don't know, can you share a little bit about what SPP is and and uh, what it's about and, you know, what where it came from and all that for folks that don't know? And I think you also uh, highlighted the village just for folks who don't know. I mean, you know, folks that are tapped in, though, but I think just for folks that may want to get tapped in and support those, can you elaborate a little bit more about the amazing stuff that, that they're doing and what like kind of what their focus is? So um, SPP is Seattle People's Party. And I mean, we do, there's a lot of organizers that are at that table, but really it's also a political push and a political campaign in the sense of, we want to make sure that our voices is also at the table politically. So when we really brought it together, it was really to run one candidate. But then eventually um, we did take it further and decide it is bigger than just that one platform of trying to run somebody. But it is us as an organizing body also showing that we do have a political pull. Um, so that's really what SPP, it's a lot of grassroots community members that are sitting at the table trying to push for a political agenda to make sure our voice is at the table. Um, it's understanding that the Democrats haven't spoken for the majority of us, neither has the Republican, never has represented us. So it's to give
What's up, y'all? This is Dre with Build 206, Build 206 Media. We're here doing a podcast show called The Collective Network, uh, tapping in with folks that are doing amazing work in the community uh, so you guys can tap in with them and learn about what's going on. Uh, we wanted to highlight the great resilient work that's been going on in the community for, for decades. Uh, so I got one of my sisters in the movement. If you guys don't know who she is, you guys probably really ain't down with it. I'm going to bring my sister on Ion and she's doing, I see her back in the back studio. So we're going to bring her on and have her join on and share some of the amazing work that she's doing and has been doing in the community. Hey, what's up, sister? How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Fighting the good fight, trying to keep things moving. That's the only thing we can do in our community. How keep are you? Our heads high. Honestly, I'm good and I'm good and I'm blessed. Blessed to see another day. That's good to hear. So I want to jump in and ask you some questions about some of the stuff that you're doing. Uh, so the first question is, is really just tell folks about yourself, just, you know, who you are, how you got into the work and you know, just whatever, whatever you want to share. You know? Um, as Andre said, my name is Ayan and really I've been in community for longer than I care to admit. Um, but the truth of the matter is I got blessed enough to go from one table to another because people just created opportunities for me and invited me to different tables. And with that, I was able to push different things in different ways. Um, it's not, you know, it's not something I take lightly because I do understand that many people don't get that opportunity. And so really that's who I am. I'm a mother. Um, a sister, a caregiver in different levels. Um, yeah, I try my best to show up for community. And if I don't have the resources, I'm blessed enough to know that someone else in community does and just tap them in and connect people. Best way to describe me as a connector. That's what's up. So you kind of started segueing into the next question about, you know, the work that you are doing or have done in the community. So if you want to share a little bit about some of the amazing work that, that you have done and, and are tapped in with this so folks can get a breath of, of all the amazing stuff that you that, that you're that you're tied in with. Well, right now I'm sitting at SPP. We actually have a candidate, as most of you are aware, this um, that's running Nikita Oliver. Um, I think it's. City Council position nine. Yeah. Um, we're actually also still endorsing other people. So if you're looking for endorsement for SPP um, and you're really about that community, please tap in, ask for it. Um, also blessed enough to sit at King County Equity. Um, blessed enough to sit at the NAACP. I'm their housing chair, so I get a lot of opportunities to do work in the community for housing equity and stuff. Um, as we speak, we actually, I'm part of a community group that's working on um, auto decline and really reevaluating how that's happening for our community and how it's affecting young people and getting them from the juvenile to the adult criminal justice system. Um, we actually have an event coming up this Tuesday, I want to say at six, and Trey will 
tap y'all on where it's a webinar that we're doing and it's really an educational one but he'll put in the flyer and stuff a little later for you guys we really want community input on this this is a beginning of a campaign right now who's at the table is king county equity um creative justice 180 um pacific islander village if you're on there and i forgot you i apologize there's too many for me to remember to be honest um if you go to our website though which will have the once he puts up the flyer you'll see that and stuff um they'll tell you who all the and we're still trying to build with community and trying to ask for more people to support it again this is just the beginning conversation because we are seeing it the inequities in it and we are asking for certain demands which really is to reevaluate and we're taking it as far as to the governor's table um inshallah god willing um yeah it's an election year it's a good year for us as a black people so turn it on over so for folks that don't know can you share a little bit about what spp is and and uh what it's about and you know what where it came from and all that for folks that don't know and i think you also uh highlighted the village just for folks who don't know i mean you know both folks that are tapped in know but i think just for folks that may want to get tapped in and support those can you elaborate a little bit more about the amazing stuff that that they're doing and what like kind of what their focus is so um spp is seattle people's party and i mean we do there's a lot of organizers that are at that table but really it's also a political push and a political campaign in the sense of we want to make sure that our voices is also at the table politically. So when we really brought it together, it was really to run one candidate, but then eventually um, we did take it further and decide it is bigger than just that one platform of trying to run somebody, but it is us as an organizing body also showing that we do have a political pull um, so that's really what SPP, it's a lot of grassroots community members that are sitting at the table trying to push for a political agenda to make sure our voice is at the table. Um, it's understanding that the Democrats haven't spoken for the majority of us, neither has the Republican, never has represented us. So it's to give an alternative um, table to make it quite clear and the truth is whether it's the green party or the so many of us haven't really understood all these other groups so this was one that we try to bring together our collective understanding and it's looking at a lot of the grassroots values um, as we were putting it together um as far as the village the village oh that's home for me um it started out at freedom church it came out of it was birthed out of the freedom church um but it's now located in white center it was located in white center until 
COVID sort of happened. And now we got lots and lots and lots of Zooms on Wednesdays. Um, it is community-led community ideology. It really has the People's Institute values and principles. Um, it was really designed and brought together for community organizers that were doing work in the prison. Um, and it's not a social services kind of thing. It is really organizers. So we believe that everybody has something to contribute, even the brother that just got out, even the sister that just got out. Um, we don't hand out anything. What well, we do and we don't, it's not a handout. It's really being inclusive and bringing you in. So even if you get some kind of support from us, you get it as a community, but it's also with the understanding that you're part of the community. So you got something to give too. So if even people that call in, we have brothers from BBC calling in and stuff regularly to the meetings and stuff. Yeah, and that's real, in my opinion, hats off to the village, Village of Hope, uh, real community organizing, right? Everybody has a voice. There's no big eye, little, little use. And uh, and like the service yeah. provider, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of resources added to provide services, but that's not really solving the problem. It hasn't really moved the needle. So if you can get people engaged and build their self-esteem and their resiliency and relationships so they can navigate and also so they can help other people navigate, you also want to get in the tools that they need to pass on the others. So the work that that the village has been doing in the in the town for a long time has been amazing not just for folks that are you know in turmoil but just for average folks that are trying to navigate life it's just like a family in a community so it's it's, it's hats off to to all the folks that are involved in that uh, that work and the in the people's party you know like i said having a real alternative for black folks and people of color uh bipoc is a new hot hot term right now so yeah but you guys are re it's really led by by those folks really led by folks that are on the ground and not necessarily trying to have somebody else say what our issues are we can actually you know have our own own political agenda so that that's dope too so i wanted i just wanted you to elaborate on those because i know the amazing work that they're doing and where they come from so i just wanted folks to get a little bit more of a, a breath and just get the acronym or you know just just it just to go out there because it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 deeper than deep you know so i appreciate you that's real i appreciate you asking for it yeah for sure. while we're talking about candidates though I just realized there's a good couple of people in our community that are running. And I really want to make sure that we give a shout out to Hamdi, to Shukri, to Don Bennett. These are people who have been always in community doing different things in different ways. And I really want to highlight that there are people like, that look like us, came from these communities that are moving and shaking and trying to uplift. Um, so it's important that we not only support them. Kim, who actually is in Renton, Kim Van, um, and first year candidate last like couple of years ago. Yeah, I think it was like a year ago when she got on it. And you could see a lot of the things that she tried to move. Um, so it's important that we support community members that are either sat at those tables and are trying to push it even more further and are going for other positions or folks that are coming in for the first time. It's right. really, really important. Well, I appreciate you highlighting those names. So you guys make sure you guys look those folks up, see what they're tapped in, see what their agenda is, add to their agenda, volunteer, help out. So that's, that's really how things really happen. People got to get involved. We're waiting for somebody else to save our problems. Like, 
it ain't gonna happen. So, you know, get get tapped in. And that's really what this show is about is so you guys can be made aware of all the amazing stuff. And we ain't gotta recreate the wheel. There's a lot of amazing stuff going on. So how can you plug in and and grow and add? So um the next question was kind of ties into what we already been talking about, but it's more like on a personal level, it's like who or what inspires you and why? Mm. I think honestly, it's people like Dr. Mims. When you see Dr. Mims, when you see the Mary Flowers, when you see a Janet Preston, it's folks that have always been uplifting us, been there, doing it, and still doing it with us. Um, I think it's easy. I sometimes laugh at the younger generation. Auntie, I'm tired. Okay, I am too, boo. <laughs> I think as black people, we have to understand that to take a step back sometimes for health reasons, but understand that our struggle, unfortunately, in this country isn't going to be done very easily. I don't know if it's going to be done in my lifetime or my children's lifetime. I pray to God, though, that my great grandchildren at least have a better outcome than we did. Um, so with that understanding, it's taking a breath back as we do it, but also understanding that there are people that have done it before us whose shoulders we stand on and who are still with us doing it. I mean, when you look at Dr. Mims, you just, yeah, that would be actually someone I would encourage you guys to invite to this broadcast. But more importantly, if you don't know Dr. Mims, please get to know her. Um, Cause that is a legacy holder in so many levels. Um, invite Miss Flowers, invite Miss Janet Preston. Um, people that don't know these people, please tap them in. They've been in the schools, they've been in the city, they've been in, they, they're the reason that we get to be able to do the work that we do in different ways. Yeah, and it's great that you brought the power that black women have and the work that black women have done in, in our community. Because as you know, Brothers United Leadership Development is focused on issues that impact black men and boys, but we also understand the intersectionality that a lot of our issues mm -hmm. are really impacting our women as well as others, right? You know what I mean? So uh, with that, this year, we planned on doing it last year, but the Rona swapped it up. So this year we're gonna do a Mother's Day event where we're gonna honor, and uh, Mary Flowers is one of the people that we're gonna honor and reaching out to some other women right now. Uh, to make sure that they're able to to be part of the event. So Marsha Aronga, do not let me forget her. Dr. Aronga. Right. Yes, please invite her because she is doing such phenomenal work in the Tacoma area with yeah, she's she's really uplifted um Dr. Mim's school, a school that was really started by a black woman, black elder in her kitchen table. Right. Um, she, that school went from being two years to four years degree now. So it's important too. if you want to go to school and you have it tap in with her. She getting everybody in school somehow. Yes. Doing amazing work. Um, and everybody's tapped in across. You know, that's the thing is our workout is spread out. So they're, in, you know, Pierce County, but they also mm -hmm. tap in King County in Seattle. So we all regional regional, a lot of regional stuff going on. So. Um, but yeah, well, we're looking forward to doing our Mother's Day event where we can uplift and highlight the resiliency and the strength of black women 
um, that have been the backbone of our community um, by choice and by default, you know, by choice yeah. and by default, systematic, you know, exclusion. Uh, so we're excited, really happy, you know, happy to do that. Um, it's just hard, as you know, like planning for events. Like right now, you got to plan for like three different options in person, like a hybrid and then like a virtual. I know. So, but, I it, know. but it's all good, man. We're going to do it for the love of the folks. So we're going to, you know, make sure that we're bringing people together. And we're very similar to the bills. Like we're not service providers. We're more about bringing people I together, know. creating safe space. Let's make sure how can we be together and, and build relationships and heal and, and be resilient and, as well as, you know, just walking our, walking our walk, right? So I appreciate the work that you've done because I don't think we we don't get these chances with one another and we don't actually say thank you. So thank you, Andre. Thank you for all the work that you've done for years. Thank you for continuing to stand with young people. Thank you for everything that you're doing, because the truth of the matter is almost every corner I turn, I see you. And you don't get the respect that's due many times because you play a I'm going to do it from the back, which is a beautiful, humbling thing. Many people don't even realize how many things you're connected to. So I'm just thankful. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And just as we met in community, like I got a great community around me. You know, I definitely can't do it myself, but I definitely mm -hmm. appreciate it. That's why I'm trying to do these types of shows to highlight the amazing work that folks are doing. And people just ain't tapped it and just for the love, like people ain't doing it for for the bars and stars people are actually doing it because this is in them not on them so i appreciate i appreciate it and uh you know my thanks is like i said trying to help these young folks trying to help adults helping me like just being being able to be tapped in with folks like you and other people mary and and john page and larry evans and those mm -hmm. types of people. be able to call and get that good game you know that you know hey i'm going through this and you ain't gotta like hide who you are you can just be really real and, 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 you know, they're going to, they're going to point you in the right direction. So that's been beneficial for me through my, my, my trials and tribulations and processes as well. But um, yeah, so I appreciate, I appreciate the kudos. Uh, I appreciate the shout out. And like, I agree, like we do need to create more space and that's the problem is there's not a lot of resources for black folks or folks of color to really sit down and break bread and build relationships. Mm -hmm. it's, all about, it's all about the service provision. How are we going to fix broken people? And we, and, People when, and nothing broken about yeah, us. We ain't broken and we ain't the problem. The system is working the way it's supposed to work. Exactly. Uh, so, so that's the piece. Um, so yeah, really excited. That's why we do our events and stuff like that. To, how can we break bread? How can we hang out with each other? How can we and it's even more important in the face of gentrification? Like we're being spread all over the place where we can afford. We're not even in the same neighborhoods like we used to be. So yeah. So transitioning, like what do you think? This is this is a you can answer however you want, but like over the last year, like, what do you think of everything that's gone on during that time? Like, you know, like, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, we've been in the streets. We did so many things. You would think that um, things could get better. But the truth of the matter is it's, it's an interesting time we're living in because folks are almost like, oh, well, we got rid of Trump. So, you know, things are better. Right. But we got a VP that's a <laughs> prosecutor. Um, you know, it was, for me, it was, who are the evil did you pick? Um, I don't see our presidential election as a real win, which tells me we got a whole lot of work to do across state, across country. And anybody that thinks that we won anything isn't living the life we're living. And that's the reality of it. Um, 
the system is working exactly the way it's supposed to. So now it's our time to like continue to disrupt it. What, what was started, at least for European Americans, because that was always our issue. There's always us in it. But for European Americans, what was started was a dot. For the rest of us, it's our life. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you started the dot with me. Continue dotting it because you can check out. I can't. Andre can't. Many of our children cannot. Um, so if you felt even the little dot and that brought you out, continue. Get that same energy throughout now. There should be no reason that your season is done because the truth is for the rest of us, we don't have a season that we get to sit back and go home, um, which is another reason why I'm, I was naming people that are running in our communities. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a little season that they're trying to give us. They think that if we get these positions, that that's gonna be the answer. The truth is every one of them that's running knows that that's just a little checkpoint of maybe bringing our voice to the table, but they also understand we gotta systematically change everything. Um, they're gonna be sitting with some cats that don't understand them on any level, even if we elect them. So how do we support people even after we elect them? Um, invite Germai because I'm gonna be honest, I was one of the hardest candidates on that brother, but he surprised the hell out of me. Um, I'm an advocate for him now because for somebody I didn't know, he definitely showed up and showed out in a way that I didn't anticipate. So I'm thankful for the brother, but more importantly, we have to lift up people as they're sitting in those positions and keep in mind that they're the only person. So how do we support them in that position? And how do we make sure that we bring others and get some of these daggone white cats that have been sitting there forever? Right. How you get to sit there for 16 years? Something wrong with that. And right. some of them truly have. Yeah, and I appreciate your analysis just in general, just about what's happened over the past years. Like, this is not new to people of color, right? Like this is our lives. And so whatever got, you know, folks, if people got involved and it, it's just, an, you know, like I said, an opportunity, even with, you know, uh, Council Member Grimmai, you were saying like, you know, not knowing him and and everybody gets involved at some point, everybody, you know, starts, starts the game at some point. So we gotta be open to accepting new folks into the movement, but it's how, really how do we onboard them? Like, you know, how do we onboard the process to say it's really about the relationship? Cause sometimes people are being onboarded or they're onboarding folks on some hustle or it's about the money or, you know, it's about all, you know, just playing the game and doing the dance and not really trying to move the needle. You know, the, you know, a lot of folks that are really with it are really trying to move the needle and make the world a better place for our kids and our grandkids and our great grandkids and all that good and everybody else's kids too. So, um, but I think as part of the onboarding process that some people are lacing people up with the wrong game, as you're aware, mm -hmm. <laughs> as, as, as you're aware. Yeah. So I think, but we also can't be exclusive. We can't otherwise we're just a click like, like everybody else, we got to be able to make room. And I appreciate it. even saying, like, I was the hardest cat on this brother. And, you know, he's shown me that, you know, he's with it. And how can we support this brother now? You know what I'm saying? So that's, we got to be open to that. Because sometimes yeah. it's, sometimes you're not with the click. And, you know, it, 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 it's you, like, it's, it's, it's you. Yeah, yeah, you missed out. Yeah, you're missing out on great, exactly, great opportunities, great resources. 
great relationships, so on and so forth. So I appreciate and I love your analysis, like I said, around everything that you said around how what you thought about this this past year, which kind of transitions us into our next uh, topic is, you know, this really trendy for people to talk about self-care, self-love, taking time for yourself. When you mm -hmm. hinted on this a little bit, like if people are having health issues or whatever, or people are tired. So I really want to hear like what what type of strategies or what have you done mm -hmm. to take care of yourself during this time? Um, wow. You put me on the hot seat. Yeah. Honestly, it's one I'm struggling with. Um, it wasn't taught to me. And I just have to own that. Y'all remember all those elders that I shouted out? The truth is the Mary Flowers, they good, but that's not their field. That's not their thing. They're learning it now at this age. Miss Janet is better. Um, Dr. Kim Richards always showed that elegance um, and try to model it. But a lot of our elders have not modeled it. My own mother hadn't modeled it for me. Forget people within the movement. Um, and if I'm going to be honest, my aunt was one of the biggest people that brought me into the movement and started even carrying me into meetings and community. Um, at a very early age and she didn't know nothing about it. and I'm now watching her deal with her health issues. So how do we do it better so that the next generation that's watching me, the others, the noodles, um, I do better for. I'm struggling, um, honest, but then I got the bonus and the younger ones looking and making sure that you know, auntie, go take that time out. Go do this. You know, go get some massage. The, the younger ones are really critiquing me on that one and sort of trying to model it for me. Go get some therapy, auntie. You're going to need it. Um, black woman don't know nothing about no therapy, but we're learning it. We're learning it. We're learning it. Um, so, yeah, I got some young people that are trying to give me life in a different way and set up some stuff and even send the therapist my way, send the healthcare my way, um, go take, go get that massage that you need. And I'm so thankful. That's the other piece, bro. We have to be able to learn intergenerationally from one another. There's some stuff that they're really like better at it. Allow them to teach you what they're better at. Sorry, you were trying to say something. That's all good. Uh, Isaiah, just on that piece, my guy, Isaiah, brother Isaiah, he says you're either a teacher or a student. You're either learning something or you're teaching somebody, no matter what the situation is. Right. So you got to be right. open. Like, you know, people think that because you're of age or you've been involved for so long that you got all the game like you're missing. You're missing some 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 key gems that people could be dropping on you. And uh, I appreciate you being transparent and honest and saying that, you know, because I feel the same way, like. I could do a lot better in taking care of myself. You know, sometimes it's go, go, go on the gas, right? You know, I mean, even last year I made this whole, my son moved his room upstairs. So I made this whole meditation and self-care. Mm -hmm. Then when COVID came and ended up being stored, it made, it came, it turned into storage, right? You know, for, for to, to set the studio up to do more virtual type, you know, events and programs and stuff. And, but I have been, you know, in the last month or so, like this, you know, doing push-ups, going on walks. So that's something, you know, if, if you want to go on a walk, we can go on a walk and talk, schedule a date, you know what I'm saying? And, I am game. And if we can get that, some other people involved. He was trying to do that just this weekend. If I didn't have to do all these Zooms, like after this one, another Zoom, I'm serious. 
that was one of the things I'm telling you, younger people are more encouraging by forcing some of the people like me and you into doing it. You've already sort of started it by going doing the walks. I'm game. Take me up on it. Stay on me, though. Yeah, I, just think I am one put, that'll do that later. Yeah, I just think we got to put some of the same energy around organizing the change the system to organize to change our health, right? Because if yes. we don't, if we, we only don't, get one body. Right, man. If we don't, and you know, retirement and all that. So if our life expectancies are shorter, then we're not really going to get the entire enjoy the golden year. So I'll definitely be tapping in and seeing how we can work to organize some. You know, if it's hey, we got some resources. Let's mm -hmm. everybody massage. Let's get some people some acupuncture, some meditation, yeah. and build those relationships. So I'll definitely tap, tap you on and hold me accountable too. Like same thing. Like I, mm -hmm. I serve the juice, but I, I'm I'm working on drinking it. You know, I'm trying, <laughs> but I and I know I got to do it. You know what I mean? Because if I don't, then you know, I, you know, it's just it eat us up on the on the inside and, and, you know, we're calm on the outside like the ocean, but underneath there's a bunch of storms and that's how your health health gets diminished. Right. So so I appreciate you being real and honest with that because it's it's you know, it's real. That's what it is. Like we haven't been shown it. We haven't been shown it. And it's, the issues are so important that we just want to go, go, go until we solve the problem. But, you know, I, I was talking to the young brother, Ed, and kind of told him, like, look, man, all these isms, if you take a week or two off. All these isms are going to be here. Well, They're still going to be there. Yeah. So, so you here or not? Like, just take time to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And yeah. I had, I had to tell myself that too. It's like, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. But realistically, like, if if you're not taking care of yourself, you ain't going to be here, and things are just going to keep moving the way they've been moving. So, so I'm definitely looking forward to tapping in with you on on some of that. And this is kind of a transition yeah. to the to the next question: Is you know, what advice would you give someone looking to get involved in in community work? Hmm. Just come in. I mean, I think sometimes people think that um, you have to do this big old thing. You don't. You just got to show up in community. We will tap you into some work. We always got 10 million work um, to tap you into. And it's not if any of the stuff could be solved. It would have been solved long ago. So don't go for big campaigns or thinking that we're going to effectively ch do this change. Change happens very slow, especially with passive aggressive Seattle. The whole state is interesting. Um, so it being that, please come join anything that you want. Do not fear it. Just come to the table. People will put you to work. People will ask you, can you step in here? Can you step in? You know what you want to get out of it and you want to gain, but come, come as you are and come to not only learn, but to give, give of yourself, give of your time um, and come with the right purpose. Don't come thinking that we're going to give awards or this, or you're going to be recognizing them. We don't have time for that. Real organizers will, <laughs> we push you out real quick if we even see that kind of game. Um, so come as you are and really come for the right reasons. Expect to grow, expect to, to be checked, expect to teach. Um, but it's not that hard. Just, just come to any table. I guarantee you somebody's going to put you to work. Yeah, and in the in the words of the great Tupac, it's I may not be the one to change the world, but I may be the one to spark somebody. It's really about putting the pebble right. in the pond 
and letting the ripples the ripples go or Nipsey the marathon continues like this isn't a race it's a marathon it you know and we got to have people ready and willing to go and and to pass the torch to so I mean it's it's uh like you said it things aren't just going to change just because somebody gets elected or some measure gets passed mm-hmm. or whatever that's not going to change people's thought processes or or policies or procedures or even practices which are the most dangerous thing it don't necessarily be the policy we got good progressive laws is how they're being implemented the practices thank you have been being implemented is what is what does people dirty and that's really about how people think and how they perceive and the little bubbles that J- jp says if you can mm-hmm. see everybody what they what they're thinking that's that's what that's what really needs to change which takes time you know and we got to stay on the gas but we got to get more people on the gas so that way people can come off the gas and go on cruise control and then when it's time to get back in the fast lane make make things happen so you talked about of a lot of amazing things amazing orgs um do you have any- connect connect with uh lamont green he does uh, a lot of the um lived experience work and while we're on that the regional person that they just hired for king county um homelessness is mark Dons, and honestly tap with him because he's gonna need some support um they already eyeing it like the first person that was given that position kind of sort of backed up it was a black woman um both of them are brilliant brilliant and have actually done work in the community on the homeless stuff but because both candidates were black Mm. folks are already (laughs) talking because honestly the homeless collectives i call it the white girl mafia and they really are white girl mafia um it's very closed and here comes two people that became top candidates so um he is gonna have to hit the road running but he has done a lot of work in our state he's coming from east coast um but he has done work here he worked as a consultant before doing a lot of this work so it's important that you connect him to the table and invite him so that a he has other black men that he can look to and get support from but more importantly we cannot get our people anymore in any of these positions and expect them to move stuff without any of us being right there to not only uplift them and support them but to also have these uncomfortable conversations of come on Let's really have a conversation about how this policy is going to affect us and especially homelessness. Look around you. That's us. Right. Anywhere that you drive in Washington now, that is us. That is. Yes. Beyond that. And the data don't lie. The data is there to support what you're saying. So, yeah, I'll definitely be tapping in with you to make some connections with folks who who you spotlighted already so we can get them on the show and. You know, get them get them involved in what we got going on and we can get involved in what they're going and highlight that's really how do we connect like i said being the connector you know i'm all for like how do we share the minimum the, the resources that we have to to better impact and create a community where we all can thrive so but before we end do you have any questions for me i always like to get people an opportunity to ask me questions so it's not you know just me asking mm. put people on the hot seat you know <laughs> I'm just thankful i'm thankful that you're still doing what you're doing i'm thankful that built is really still around to 
built in with us, but I also really want to be honest and say, what do you need from us? What does built need from us? Because many times we come and we just take from people and come into their platform, but we're not asking the right. So how do I support you? But more importantly, how do community supports you? What do you need? So I think just, you know, making sure that people are tapped in, uh, like even like I said, if I tap in and say, hey, who, who do you refer, make the connection to, to get people on the platform so we can just continue to uplift our voices, you know, come to our events, volunteer and vice versa. If you guys, people need support, you know, just reach out like we're all, you know, and that's really where the relationship piece comes, because mm-hmm. as you know, like if you got a relationship with somebody, somebody call, you're more off to answer the phone and let it go to voice. That's right. you know I mean? So so just continue to build relationships with with the team and just in community and kind of, you know, move with the core values that you and I have been installed with, with the community work, just continue to move like that because that's going to support us and, you know, the village and other folks that have those same, same core values. So I think that's, that's what it is, is, you know, I mean, we got the nonprofit now, so people want to make a tax deductible donation, go to our website and do that. But we're not even, we're not even off that. You know what I mean? Like it's more about just doing the work and, you know, and and people tapping in, volunteering. Oh, I'm going to actually tap you in one thing. So I'm going to take you up on that nonprofit. We're we're doing a big uh, give black, give, give big black. Um, Gathering Roots has put together a collective. So email me in regards to that and I'll connect you. There's this website that's being designed and stuff. And it's really to give an opportunity to black led orgs that are grassroots and stuff so that they get that option of getting theirs first tapped in. So it's give black, really. For sure, I'll uh, I'll shoot you an email. We like I said, we're gonna tap in anyways to talk about how we're gonna go on a walk. And mm-hmm. while we're on that walk, I'm sure we'll be doing some community organizing because that's yeah. how it happens, right? We're in space each other, we're breaking yes. it up and we'll share some stories and then we'll talk about how can we collab on stuff. So I'll definitely be in touch with you and I love you. I appreciate Love you too. We've been in community for, you know, over 20 seasons to go. I'm, yes. I'm about to be 40 in June. So that's a big milestone. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, like I said, I appreciate the, the, the work that you've done being side by side in the trenches with you many numerous times and just the same energy. You got the same energy that you had when I first, from when I first <laughs> met you. You, you know, people know when I on come, they know what it is, man. This is, it's no, there ain't no filters. It's like, this is the same that's person real. environment. And that's what it gotta be. We can't, we gotta be who we are no matter, no matter where we're at, you know? So I appreciate you and I appreciate your time coming on and sharing uh, what you're doing. The amazing work you're doing. I'm looking forward to tapping in and using you as a convener and a connector to help us convene and connect more folks to the, the resiliency and the brilliance that we have thriving in our black communities that may not be tapped into. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So have a wonderful day. I'll be in touch very you soon. Too. All right. Okay. All right. Peace. Once again, this is Dre with Build 206 Media. Like, And you heard that sister, she's tapped in in the ma- numerous many things. So I'm looking forward to working with her and other folks, you know, to make this continue this work going. And this show is called The Collective Network to really share the amazing work that's going on in the community. So make sure that you guys stay tapped in, see what's going on, get involved and make some things happen. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.